Hello everyone, welcome to the Lighthouse Church Sermon Broadcast. The title of today's message is, Is This Doing Any Good? As followers of Jesus, we have been given some clear tasks to do. Listen to these words of Jesus. Some of you will know these words well. Acts chapter 1 and verse 8. I'll read all texts from New International Version. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. In Matthew chapter 28, verses 19 and 20. Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. So, we are to represent Jesus, that is to be his witnesses, and we are to make disciples, that is, we are to help other people to become followers of Jesus. Now, as we step out in faith, to do these things, we are trusting the Lord to make us effective. And this is a biblical expectation. For example, we have this promise found in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 58. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord, because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. So we are assured that our efforts will not be in vain. But it doesn't always look like it, does it? I mean, right now you may be thinking about one or two people. You may be thinking about that person who you've been praying for and talking to for years. And they're still not believing. Or that person who you reached out to and loved, but they angrily rejected your efforts. Or that person who you've been trying to help and you've been encouraging, but their life has hardly changed for years. Sometimes we don't get the results that we had expected or that we had hoped for. And when that happens, it can seem to us that our efforts were in vain. Yet, Paul assures us, that our efforts are not in vain. And Paul, of all people, had experienced plenty of bad responses. If you read through the book of Acts, you'll read about some really hectic experiences. For example, Acts chapter 9, verse 29. He talked and debated with the Hellenistic Jews, but they tried to kill him. Acts chapter 13, verse 50. But the Jewish leaders incited the God-fearing woman of high standing and the leading men of the city. They stirred up persecution against Paul and Barnabas and expelled them from their region. And Acts chapter 16 and verse 22. The crowd joined in the attack against Paul and Silas, and the magistrates ordered them to be stripped and beaten with rods. I think this helps us to properly understand the encouragement from Paul. Paul knew that his readers would experience things like opposition, rejection, persecution. And he wrote to them about these things. His assurance wasn't that those things wouldn't happen. They were going to happen. His assurance was that 
their efforts would not be in vain in spite of all these things. So friends, you and I are not being assured that everything we do will just work out perfectly. We are being assured that when we do the things that Jesus has told us to do, our efforts will not be in vain, even if the results are not always what we had expected or what we had hoped for. Today, we'll look at three parables that Jesus taught, which I believe will encourage us to persevere in those times when things just aren't working out as we had hoped. Here's lesson number one. Mixed results are not in vain. Mark chapter 4, verses 3 to 8. Listen, a farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seeds, some fell on the path, and the birds came and ate it up. No results there. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow, but when the sun came up, the plants were scorched and they withered because they had no root. No lasting change here. Other seed fell among the thorns, which grew up and choked the plants so that they did not bear grain. Here there's no fruit. Verse 8. Still other seed fell on good soil. It came up grew and produced a crop, some multiplying 30, some 60, some a 100 times. Great results. So in this parable, Jesus is teaching us, the farmer sows many seeds. Some of those seeds yielded absolutely no fruit. If he had focused on those seeds, he may have concluded that his labor was in vain. He may have thought, sowing's a waste of time, or sowing's obviously not my gift. But some seeds took root and produced fruit. And the end result was a wonderful harvest. His sowing was not in vain. So let's apply this to our context. At Lighthouse, we regularly help with a feeding outreach. And before we feed, we walk about the city inviting people to come. Some people may reject our invitation outright. Some people may come for a meal and leave without any noticeable result or response. Some people listen to the message and respond positively But months later, they're still on the street. No change is evident in their lives. But some people make a genuine decision to follow Jesus. And their lives change. We could look at all the disappointing results. And think of that outreach as a waste of time. But when we hear the testimony of one changed life, we know that it was worth it. It was not in vain. And I think, friends, that Jesus is correcting some of our thinking here. We want to see everyone respond positively, immediately, and to be completely transformed. We want to see a 100% return on our investment. 
But Jesus said that just one sinner who repents causes a celebration in heaven. Listen to his words, Luke chapter 15 and verse 10. I tell you, there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. So friends, mixed results are not in vain. Just one rescued soul is enough to start a party in heaven. Lesson number two. Small beginnings are not in vain. Mark chapter 4 verses 30 to 32. Again he said, What shall we say the kingdom of God is like? Or what parables shall we use to describe it? It is like a mustard seed, which is the smallest of all seeds on earth. Yet, when planted, it grows and becomes the largest of all garden plants, with such big branches that the birds can perch in its shade. If you look at a mustard seed, you may wonder if such a tiny seed is even worth planting. But if you do plant it, and if you water it, a small seedling will grow. And if you look after that seedling, it will grow into a tree. A tree that is taller than you, and will produce many more seeds. But we have to believe in it enough to plant it. We have to nurture it. We have to be patient with it. Again, let's apply this to our context. We do our best to minister to the children who come along on Sundays. They could be likened to seedlings. While they're with us, there may not be too many dramatic results. But there could be spectacular results in a few years' time. Let me tell you a story. True story. D.L. Moody was a very effective evangelist who founded the Moody Bible Institute. Moody's spiritual journey began when he was part of a Sunday school class taught by a salesman by the name of Edward Kimball. The small seed in Kimball's Sunday school class became a wonderful tree. A tree that has blessed many thousands of people including the evangelist Billy Graham. Billy Graham was one of the results, was the fruit of that little Sunday school class. Here's another example. At Lighthouse Church, we have coins that have a small value in themselves, but we're putting them in our 50 cent church bottle. Each full bottle is worth about a thousand rand. These contributions are banked and added to a fund that is enabling new church buildings to be built up in poor areas. Small coins from lots of people are building churches. Again, I think Jesus is correcting some of our thinking here. We want to see great things happen. Small things don't excite us. We look at the small seed of our limited talent or our limited resources or our limited influence or our small opportunities. And we think, will this really make any difference? 
thank the Lord for Ed Kimball, who said yes to a small Sunday school class and saw Dwight Moody rise up. Thank the Lord for everyone who gave their little coins away to see churches being built. Friends, small beginnings are not in vain. They can have spectacular results later on. One last parable. Lesson number three. We can't make it happen, but God can. Mark chapter 4, verses 26 to 29. He also said, This is what the kingdom of God is like. A man scatters seed on the ground. Night and day, whether he sleeps or gets up, the seed sprouts and grows. Though he does not know how. All by itself, the soil produces grain. First the stalk, then the head, then the full kernel in the head. As soon as the grain is ripe, he puts the sickle to it, because the harvest has come. This farmer is not a biologist. He doesn't know how seeds grow into plants. He just knows that they do. So he sows seeds, and he is rewarded with a harvest. My wife and I are fortunate to have a garden where we grow some herbs. It amazes me that I can cut a piece off a basil bush and put it in a glass of water, leave it on the windowsill, and roots grow. I can then plant that little cutting into the ground and see a brand new basil bush grow. Now, I'm definitely not a farmer, but I've learned that if I do these simple things, God will make a new bush. Now, in the context of us being witnesses and disciple makers, we don't have to be theologians or experts in order to tell people about Jesus or to help people to follow Jesus. We just have to sow seeds, telling others about Jesus, or water seeds, spending time with others to encourage them as they follow Jesus. We can't make it happen. But as we do these simple things, God does. Let me summarize in conclusion. As you and I step out in faith to obey Jesus as his witnesses and his disciple makers, we will surely have expectations. When those expectations are not met, we could conclude that this doesn't work or this is not for me. But the Bible assures us that our efforts will not be in vain. This is not to say that every word and deed will result in spectacular results. But if we will faithfully take the opportunities that God gives us, like a farmer who faithfully sows and waters, there will be a harvest. Let's not be put off by mixed results, or by small beginnings. If we are faithful, God will bring in the harvest. I close with one last word of encouragement from the scriptures. Galatians chapter 6, verses 9 and 10. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, 
as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. Friends, let's step out in faith to be witnesses for Jesus, to make disciples of Jesus. If we will persevere through the good and the bad, if we will take our small opportunities, if we will do our little bits, trusting God to make it happen, we will see lives rescued and transformed. So let's do it. Amen.